This is Pauline Jennings, and you're listening to Musician Talk. My guest today is Mark Joseph, a talented singer and guitarist for the Big Woo, Momentary Lapse of Floyd, and various other projects. On top of this, he's a producer, songwriter, podcaster, and so much more. Mark was on Musician Talk in 2020, episode number 25. Search for Musician Talk and Mark Joseph on YouTube if you want to listen to that episode. But today, today he's back, and I'm thrilled to say he's here to discuss his third full-length album, Vegas Motel. The album has been described as a highly personal record rooted in the emotion of the year it was written, 2020, yet reaching far beyond the confines of the times. Vegas Motel delicately emotes Joseph's real-life experiences and relationships dating back to when he was a young man. And today, folks, we get to hear about some of those experiences that inspired Mark in writing the songs on this album. So let's get to it and talk with Mark Joseph. Hi, Mark. Welcome to Musician Talk. Hello, how are you doing, Pauline? I'm doing good. And you're on for the second time, as I mentioned in the intro. And this time, I'm so excited that you're here to talk about your new album and that you have a new album of songs because you are a craftsman when it comes to songwriting. Oh, thank you. I'm excited too. Let's just dig into this new album and when you started it and just kind of your process, the birth of this album. Yeah. Um, well, uh, the Vegas Motel record sort of started um, as I was writing songs through um, the holiday season of 2020. Um, it was kind of in the, uh, the depths of uh, the uh, COVID lockdowns and uh, quarantines. And a lot of people were uh, feeling the strain of, you know, a good six months of that going on, feeling like it should have been over and um, really really missing one another, missing people, human interaction, things like that. Um, as the holidays were coming on, I remember really feeling that extra strong during that time. And I think a lot of other people were as well. And so um, during that time, I was doing a lot of streaming and I was doing um, some different commission-based songwriting things like that. Just really fun, different interactive things that I could do to keep the streaming interesting, to do, offer different things musically for people and my fans and friends and family. And so um, I started doing that into the holiday season. And, uh, and some of the songs I ended up writing during this time were uh, to me were very emotional and powerful and uh, were stories, all, all stories about people in my life or people that I've known through my musical uh, travels and adventures and whatnot. And, um, the Vegas Motel is really a collection of songs of that period. Yeah, it was uh, it was really special um, to be able to offer sort of my uh, creative expression in a way that was sort of uh, meaningful and helpful to people in that time period. And that's kind of the, at the heart of, of a lot of what the, the Vegas Motel record is all about. Well, you know, I saw this quote by J.T. Bates, who plays drums on, the, on, on this album and co-produced it with you, correct? Yes. And he said, um, working on Vegas Motel with Mark in the winter of the pandemic was refreshing and exciting on many levels. I think my favorite part was that each song was written with a specific person in mind at a time when no one was feeling comfortable seeing others. It felt powerful to dive into such personal songs. And that, again, was JT Bates, who's co-producer and drummer on the album. That's really cool that you have such this 
creative project and some beauty and some life coming out of this really, really tough time for so many people. Yeah. Um, I think that's really the, uh, the beauty in the creative process and making art is that we can, uh, we can, we can tell a story, we can connect one another, you know, yeah. through music and through the art and expression. And, uh, you know, as JT mentioned and hit that quote there, um, it's true. Uh, as I think back on the recording process with with JT, um, and JT is a very, very expressive and emotional and uh, very uh, organic musician. And uh, the two of us really connect on that level um, so, so deeply. Um, and to make this that record with him was so special because I could tell that he completely tapped into what I was singing about, what I was mm -hmm. expressing through these songs. Um, at least two of the songs he he know knew the individual or knows the individual that was what we're singing about. And um, and those obviously he had a vested interest in, but I could see him as we went through the process completely engaged in the same way that I was as well. And to, and what a blessing it it is and was to have a partner like JT involved in that because that's really where it's at. You want a producer as engaged in the project as you are as the artist. Um, he was that and more. Yeah. Um, and it was very, very powerful and a beautiful experience to work with him on it. Um, oh, that's yeah. wonderful. That's wonderful. It's like he, he, he could read your music, but he could also, and this is kind of schmaltzy, but he, he could read your heart. I mean, he, he, he yeah. heard what you were saying behind the words. Um, it sounds like what you're saying. And that there's nothing like that, making that kind of connection um, yeah. on an artistic level, I think, particularly. Um, Absolutely. He's also a drummer and not a guitar player. So that was a cool thing too, that we were sort of right. bridging the gap in that way. Um, him interpreting the music um, through percussion and then producing it and guiding me from that uh, perspective. There's very little, uh, there's not really, there's no piano on the whole record at all. There's only Hammond wow. organ on a couple record, a uh, couple songs, which is different for me, um, you know, but I think, I think it was great. It's just definitely the the theme throughout was to focus on the message and the, and the lyrics, the vocals, the delivery of the song, you know. Storytelling. When there's a right. story in a song, I think of Nancy Griffith when I think of this. She's, oh, she's sure. so many good, she's yeah. such a good storyteller in her, sure. in her, the way she delivers songs and the way she writes. And it just sucks you in. So you actually hear what the, what the songwriter's saying. I think more so when it's a story than, than a grouping of words. You know what I mean? Sure. Dude, am I, am uh, I clear? No, absolutely. I, I agree. And uh, some of my some of my uh, inspirations in writing are, are masters of that. Um, you know, Mark Knopfler and Van Morrison and obviously oh, yeah. Bob Dylan uh, and some other, you know, Merle Haggard and John Prine. Uh, yeah, John Prine. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's interesting that uh, maybe not coincidental that I, I delved into John Prine's uh, catalog last the summer of uh, 2020 pretty deeply and uh, learned a good 25 of his songs. Wow. Um, I'm definitely, um, as a writer, that's really, that's kind of where I'm headed for now. Um, and um, I'm already recording my next record um, it, along the same lines, still telling more stories. Yeah. Wow, Mark, that's just terrific. So um, let's go ahead and talk about this first song. We're going to play Hardworking Man first. And yeah. um, just go ahead and give me the story behind this song. Yeah, Hardworking Man is about an individual, a friend of mine, and, uh, and a longtime supporter and fan, 
um, from the Eau Claire, Wisconsin area, who um, is a very driven and uh, amazing individual. Um, he and his wife, about five, six years ago, were working their nine to five jobs and putting money in their 401k and doing all the things you're supposed to do, right? It was kind of a corporate lifestyle. And they, re they woke up one day and realized that they weren't living a life that they were really, um, that they really felt ha held much meaning to them. Mm -hmm. And um, they realized that they wanted to, uh, you know, they wanted a family and they, you know, they raised their children. They want to be able to tell them, you know, so we did, we did, we followed our hearts and we did what we thought was, we was right with our life, not just what, you know, we thought we were spot the responsible thing, if you will, or, or, right. uh, you know, just did, went through the motions um, to make money. Right. And so um, they, their dream was to create a, uh, an env environmentally uh, based curbside recycling and uh, compost uh, business and kind of an alternative uh, garbage facility. And uh, they did just that. And they, uh, mm -hmm. they quit their jobs. They cashed in their 401ks. They put it all on the line for a dream. And, uh, and they're, they are successful to this very day. They're uh, still doing it. And uh, it's a lot of hard work, but uh, he's the hardworking man. Yeah. story, <laughs> And uh, it really tells the story of this individual does to support the family, to make the dream work and, um, and how proud uh, his family is of him in doing so. That is wonderful. And that's, I think so many of us, and maybe it's everybody, I think of artists more, but that is what we all kind of want to do is cash in our, our chips so that to, to do what we want to do, really want to do before it's, before we're too old to do it. So good well, for him. You kind of have to, you kind of have to, I mean, yeah. you can't just, you can't sit on the sidelines and really expect it to be all that it could be. Exactly. Um, I just want to go through everybody that's playing on hardworking man first. Okay. Um, so on the hardworking man, um, we have got JT Bates on drums, uh, Cody McKinney on bass, and uh, Ryan Young from Trample by Turtles on the fiddle, wow. who does some really beautiful work on this, uh, yes. this song. And um, on uh, backing vocals, we have Steph Devine and Jill Michelson, who uh, sing on, uh, also sing on the other songs of the record. Um, and uh, I do believe that's it. Myself on uh, lead vocals and guitars. And uh, that's it. Very straight, straight ahead kind of country, country song. And it is a straight ahead country song. And you're, you're, well, I'm not going to say anything more about it. Let's just go ahead and uh, <laughs> right. take a listen to Hardworking Man from Mark Joseph's new album called Vegas Motel. Hard for the family. Lady Jamie, little Sonny, and her dog Charlie. Early in the morning, headed off to work. Getting covered in another day of earthbound dirt. Strong like a tree, his roots are in the ground. And he'll stand tall with a rain of soul around. What he asked to, that's where he's been. Son, come on, get on up, do it all over again. He's a hard working man. 
about kid in his younger days Now those dreams have grown in so many ways Dirty hands turning tools and old work jeans No matter what pops don't know find the ways and means Strong like a tree, his roots are in the ground He'll stand tall with the rain so brown Doing what he has to, that's where he's been the sun come up, get on up Do it all over again, he's a hard-working man He's a hard-working man, yeah Let's get to work Christmas time Out at the edge of town That's where you'll find ZP working hard Getting the job done And that quitting time Is one thing you mind Back to the family run Strong like a tree His roots are in the ground And he'll stand tall With the rain soul around Doing what he has to, that's where he's been And the sun come up, get on up Do it all over again Strong like a tree, his roots are in the ground He'll stand tall with the rain so round Doing what he has to, that's where he's been Crack it down, get on up it all over again It's a hard working man It's a family man He's a hard working man This is Pauline Jennings and you're listening to Musician Talk and today I'm talking with Mark Joseph you just heard Hard Working Man, an original tune on his latest album called Vegas Motel. You can hear more this Friday night at his album release shindig at the Armory in Northfield. So first thing I thought of when I started playing this is it's pretty toe-tapping. Um, and again, of course, I love the storytelling um, and it, uh, instant smile. And what I my favorite part in it is that chromatics walking down or the descent played by everybody. I love it sure. when everybody in the band does stuff like that together. Just sure. I love yeah. I don't know why. Sure. I love sure. that. Uh, yeah. Straight sure. up country. Your vocals are so smooth. They're so Thank you. smooth. Thank you. Wow. Nicely Try done. to just deliver it nice right in the pocket. And, you know, it's kind of a, I don't know. I felt like it sort of was uh, sort of uh, musing off a little bit of like a Randy Travis vibe yes. and kind of a, you know, the, the individuals I wrote about are huge bluegrass fans. So I wanted to have a little real up tempo, positive, you know, kind of uh, grass country vibe to it. So. Yeah. So you were on the show in, I think it was late November or early December. Uh, my files show both dates. Uh, it's episode number 25 in 2020. And so you, you've been working on this album since then. 
you said that you were doing some streaming um, and this was for your podcast. One season of a podcast. I have a Patreon account that we've been running. And then um, I was doing a weekly live stream show called the Mark Joseph special on Facebook and then on Patreon as well. Awesome. Okay. And obviously not as much of that right now as we were then, but uh, it was certainly uh, something that I definitely am looking at doing more of as the, as we move into the future. Well, it's it's nice to have the choice to do it as opposed to being forced to do it because you can't play live. Right. You know, fair enough. And you said you're working on a new album. Um, Are you gigging much right now? Yeah. uh, Playing a lot of music, uh, kind of still promoting the Vegas motel, trying to bring it all over. Uh, anywhere we can really um i just got back from colorado uh last week we did a string of shows through well north dakota south dakota and colorado um and yeah i've been playing all over the place uh wow. i added up the shows we did in 2020 i did 196 shows in 2021 um wow. so really trying to make i guess we're making up for some time uh, it's good so. to, it's good to be busy it's good to have shows i love to play music and see people in real time it's really what i live for so I'm very grateful for all the opportunities to uh, to go and perform. Lovely. Uh, Are those 196 all Mark Joseph solo gigs or are there some uh, big woo and or uh, let's see momentary lapse of Floyd in there? Mostly Mark Joseph shows. But yeah, there's a there's a handful of big woo and momentary lapse in there and uh, various other projects that I'm involved in any show I play. I kind of count one of those shows. But uh, yeah. So it's good. Um, I started this new thing. I didn't have this when you were on um, Musician Talk. uh, And it's a quote of the week. And so I'm going to read it here. And I just want to have you comment on it. And of course, uh, just because I I like the obvious, I picked a Jerry Garcia quote, um, Mm. figuring that you respect that man. So absolutely. Yeah. This quote is, you need music. I don't know why. It's probably one of those Joseph Campbell questions why we need ritual. We need magic and bliss and power and myth and celebration and religion in our lives. And music is a good way to encapsulate a lot of it. Yes. Yeah. I I love that quote. I do too. Uh, I don't know know what more you need to say after that pretty much sums it all up, doesn't it? It does. It does kind of say it all. I just, the the part that jumped out at me with this, I mean, it's just, a, I love this quote because it encapsulates the importance and the beauty and all that music is. But the, but I haven't talked much on this show about music as ritual, sure. you know, and how sure. I, I think of it more as entertainment and connections and all those kind of things, but music is ritual is also hugely important in our culture, in all cultures, all over the world, and Absolutely. in all these different ways. So <laughs> I would almost meet, i meet you with another Jerry Garcia quote, which is, uh, in this life, I choose fun. <laughs> you know, um, I don't know. I just, I, you know, I think what he's getting at really in that, in the Joseph Campbell part, I mean, Joseph Campbell's obviously spiritualist and, uh, and, and spent much of his life uh, thinking outside of his body and outside of our physical reality. Um, I think it's always a good reminder uh, for our own humanity um, individually and for the, and for the world to remember that, you know, there's a lot more to it than just us. Um, I find a lot of uh, peace when I, um, whenever I need to kind of calm myself down a little bit, I, uh, I like to get into astrology and outer space and, you know, uh, the, the planets and the, you know, um, Mm. universe thinking about, things along those lines it certainly puts things on perspective a little bit for me in different ways and uh, 
I think music is also a great reminder of that, you know, for all the issues and all the problems and all the things that are holding us back, right. Holding us back with quotation marks around us. Right. Um, right. You know, there's also always an opportunity to laugh and to smile Ooh. and to enjoy yourself. That's part of the beauty of living. You know, if we don't stop once in a while, look around and realize how profoundly beautiful the world and in our lives are, then what are we really doing? You, you should do it immediately. If you, if you question whether or not it is, you should stop yourself immediately and put on your favorite record and dance in the living room. Call your grandmother and sing a song to her or something. You know, life is not mundane. It's beautiful and it's amazing. It's abundant. And uh, that's, I think that's a lot of what they're getting at there. Uh, and music is always the reminder. I think it's always a reminder of that. It takes us outside of our physical selves and reminds us what really matters in the, in, in the big picture. Mark, that's just beautiful. I love it. And, it. and it's so true that when you're, particularly in dark times and troubling times, it's hard to get out, outside of your own head. And music right. is one thing that really, I think, works for almost everybody. So yep. remember that. Remember that. Yep. Right. Even the sad songs. Even, Even the, the sad, sad songs. songs, right, right. Yep. You get you get to kind of release release into those songs too. Absolutely. Wow, that was really great. Thank you for that. Hey, and great um, quote, this, Pauline. This, that was a wonderful quote to pick. That's, thank you. That's well, a good. That's a really good one. What you just said, all of what you just said, I could quote too, and it, it was powerful and meaningful. Um, and you've obviously thought deeply about these things and have given much care to it. So I appreciate you sharing that with us. You're welcome. All right. Let's talk about the second song. I love you till I die. And um, again, a story uh, that you're telling a way different vibe. Um, But let's, let's dig into this tune a little bit. Love you till I die is a ode to the love of my life. Uh, Carly, she's the mother of two of my three children and she's amazing. She stood by me for a very long time. Um, She really is uh, a supporter of, and uh, shares my vision for my life and for my music um, and really makes it possible for me to do what I do on many levels, that kind of support and, and love and belief in, in, in one self is really profound and, and special. And so after all these years, I, uh, I thought it was, I was overdue to, uh, to write a song uh, for her and about our story together. Nice. Did you complete it, finish it before you presented it to her or were, did you workshop it with her? <laughs> uh, yeah, a little both. I gave it to her in its most kind of acoustic raw form on Christmas oh. Eve, I believe it was, uh, of 2020. And then I proceeded to record it, but didn't play her any of the recordings until it was just right, oh. just ready. That was one of the uh, things, as I mentioned, uh, the creative collaboration of JT Bates and I was, that was part of it. He knew, he knew exactly how important that song was to me and how it absolutely had to be just right. And we labored over it for many, many hours to make sure that it was all the things it needed to be. And he definitely, uh, to his credit, um, really coached me on the vocal delivery of it. I have pipes. I can sing blues. I can can sing. You know, and that's the only way to I can think of describe it, I guess. But, but, um, and that's sort of my tendency is to sing passionately and sing from deep inside my, uh, you know, myself. However, um, 
there's power in uh, a refined delivery as well. And uh, I think when you listen to the song, you'll hear that. Uh, and that very much was encouraged by JT as we recorded this song because he wanted to hear the, the intimacy of my voice telling the story and not being lost in the sort of the delivery. And I think that it really turned out uh, beautiful. I couldn't be happier about it really. It is really, really a beautiful delivery and sweet. I mean, when I listen to it, I think my, the word that came to mind for your voice and the way you delivered it is sweet. By the way, that's like the best gift in the whole world ever, 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 ever for a partner. I, I she liked it. She really loved it. Oh, I, I just can't imagine. I'm almost crying thinking about getting a gift like that. Now she so, deserves every bit of it. I want to just go ahead and say who's all on this because we have some we have some um, Hammond and we have some horns on this. So would you just go through this song of who's playing on it before we listen to it? Yeah, Love You Till I Die has the same rhythm section, JT Bates on drums, uh, Cody McKinney on bass. And then we have the, uh, the wonderful Steph Devine and Jill Michelson again on backup vocals. Um, just crushing it they really made this track for me um or well they played a large role in it their voices really made it come alive um uh toby lee marshall on the hammond organ the one and only also we had uh an incredibly talented young horn player by the name of jake baldwin who played trumpet and bass trumpet on um the track and really uh, he arranged the horns as well and did just a a fabulous job on it i get a lot of uh compliments about the horn work on that song the all-star dream team crew on this one no kidding no kidding and i you know i tried i don't know why i tried to put things in genres when i listened to them uh where they land but this one just was so unique it was like a marriage between kind of grateful dead and 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 like romantic soul song it's indefinable actually it well Okay, folks, you, you see what you think out there when we listen <laughs> to yeah. this song uh, written by my guest today, Mark Joseph, and it's called I Love You Till I Die on his new album called Vegas Motel. Here it is.
Looking through the snow falling low And I can't see Taking you home Ghost lines down 29 On Christmas Eve That night I prayed to die Please die my end Through the driven snow This love in my soul I know that you understand Tonight the lights are shining in your eyes We come so far like a shooting star Into the by and by Should I pass away into the Talk, and I'm your host, Pauline Jennings. My guest today is Mark Joseph, and you just heard his original tune called I Love You Till I Die, a new tune on his latest album, Vegas Motel. Um, as I said, I've 
the feel of this is so unique to me um, because it just marries a couple different feels that, that I'm familiar with, but yet this, when you put it together, it feels new and bright and modern and the background vocals. Yes, 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 yes. That really just, and the, no, all of it, the horns, every layer that you did added just so much beauty and, and, and layering and depth, I guess is the word. So, wow. Well done. Thank you so much. Did you have any challenges recording any of these songs? They're so personal. I'm wondering if there were any, um, if there were tough times in the studio, emotional, hard to get through it kind of thing. Yeah, I I think there always is. Anytime you make a record, uh, you know, recording a song is one thing, you know, recording an album is another because it's a body of music. So um, everything sort of needs to, all the pieces need to fit you know yeah so that's always one of the challenges is is finding the arc of the record uh-huh. right the flow of it um whether it's the sequencing of it and also just the the overall energy and the, and the flow of it working with the, the songs that you have to fit into that a lot of times seemingly more and more in my life maybe it says i'm getting older but um I, you know, I think as a younger man, maybe I thought I had all the answers at times, or I knew exactly what it should be. And I think uh, maybe what I'm realizing and what I'm trying to say here is that this record felt like, like when you wake up in a hotel room and, and, and there's light coming through the, the shade, cause it never covers it all. Right. It's like, right. there's that little light coming in and it's getting brighter and brighter. And maybe you woke up a little bit, you started to realize, oh yeah, sun's coming up. You can't go back to sleep. You've seen a little more light every couple minutes. It's getting brighter. This record to me was sort of like that. It's like I was starting to see what it what it was a little bit at a time. I agreed to myself that I was okay with that, and we go with that, and uh, and let that be. Let the muse uh, direct me to where I needed to go with it, and let the uh, stories tell themselves to a certain degree, uh, because that's my job uh, is uh, to share these stories in a way that's honest and truthful um, to the people I'm writing about, but also to myself. And um, that's not easy to do. Um, We want to know the answers. We want to know, we want to have an easy answer to say, oh, this is exactly what this is going to be. And there's times I come to JT and said, yeah, I'm not sure I need your help. I need you to help me figure this out. Um, And that was, that was really cool and really special to have a creative partner like him to be able to accomplish that. Uh, it can be really hard to find somebody that you trust that much with your vision to be able to really lean on them like that. Um, Other than that, uh, the only other thing, uh, I don't know, having to wear a mask through the whole recording process was pretty weird. Obviously when I, I tracked my vocals, I didn't, but um, we, we masked up the whole time. That was intense. Um, You know, I'd certainly never done that before. Uh, The only thing I I would mention is uh, the song Stella blue. um, Mm. Uh, my friend Stella Blue um, was written about a dear friend of ours who passed away, uh, you know, about five years ago, and uh, it was it's it's my tribute to her. It's you know, and it's, uh, it, it was really that was a that was a challenge to get through. It's hard okay. for me to listen to to this day. I wrote it days after she passed away, and um, and I, I it took me about five years to get to the point where I, I felt like I could actually face it enough to be able to record it because. Mm-hmm. Recording it, it means playing it over and over and over. Recording it means the mixing and mastering process. Anybody who's made a record knows this. 
you have to listen to these songs until you're you're blue in the face till you can't hardly take it anymore right. and to have to listen to that song over and over and over was was really really difficult it was not easy for me at all but she's a very special person to me and somebody that deserved to be honored and so i did it for for all those reasons and uh i remember the last the final um listen through on the uh before we sent it to mastering it was it was nothing short of a spiritual experience i could feel her energy all around me i could feel mm. the spirits moving all around me it was really uh a profound and powerful experience and and uh, very extremely emotional i didn't even say anything when it was over i just got up and walked out of the room and mm. that was that but these are things that we have to do in life you know we if you're going to be an artist if you're going to uh if you're going to stare into the unknown and 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 try to create something unique and uh or honor somebody or tell a story that's worth telling you need to be brave and you need to face that and uh and no matter what come what may and uh that's part of the my job and i'm proud of what we did with the vegas motel and i think that anybody who listens to it will also feel these stories and uh experiences that we uh we sing about well, I, I see that you did dedicate the album to Andrea Nelson, Estella Blue. And what a yep. tribute, what a wonderful tribute for you to do that. Just to hear a song about your lovely friend, I think, again, there's no better gift for all the people that loved her. So um, I agree. Yeah, I'm, I'm so sorry that you lost her. That was tough. So very much still with us in a lot of ways. So, good. You know, good. This good. is another way to remember her, you know. So. Right. The next thing I have here is best gig, worst gig. I'm wondering if you have anything since the last time we talked yeah. a couple of years ago. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. Since the last time we talked, uh, I've always gravitated towards the best gig. Maybe I'm just, I'm trying to be positive. Objective yes, you are, but, uh, yeah, best gig. I, I, I did, um, I did a wrapped up in the Virgin Islands on, uh, I think it was March 1st. You no, said a what February. in the Virgin Islands? Uh, it's called a wrap. It's a wrapped up. So, uh, so it's a sh- we played a show in uh, in this uh, bay off of Coral Bay. It's by Coral Bay in, in uh, St. John in the U.S. Virgin Islands. And uh, my buddy Captain Jimmy puts his posts his boat up, and then everybody comes and attaches their boat to his boat. And uh, I think we got about seventeen or eighteen boats by the time it was all kind of it's full on. And then all the musicians we have a bunch of different musicians who are all on island come and. We all were on Captain Jimmy's boat and uh, and we all played together for about five hours, just no. sing along style, just the greatest time ever. And uh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's up there for sure. I mean, oh, yes, my God, I would love that. <laughs> it was really something. Yeah, it was really, really special. Um, yeah. And then I, and then of course, Captain Jimmy, before he, I, I was supposed to play a, a gig that night in Coral Bay. And so of course when we were setting up the gig, Captain Jimmy says, Oh, I'll get you to the show. No problem. No, no problem at all. Well, come about four thirty, five o'clock. Um, there's still eight, nine boats tied up. He's in the middle of it. He's not going anywhere. Right. And I was kind of like, Jimmy, I got the gig, man. He's like, Oh, well, uh, <laughs> we had to just talk a bunch of gear in a speedboat and they, they zoomed me over to Coral Bay. And I, I still made the gig out. I was about 30 minutes uh, late, but uh, island know, 30, time. Minutes, 30, island 30 minutes late is actually on time. Yeah. For island time. So, <laughs> right. You know, so that was a, that was a good one. Uh, we're scared. I, you know what? I'm just going to throw the towel in that one. I don't even know. 
when I have the worst gig, I just get in the van and I just go. <laughs> just leave it <laughs> right. behind me. And, and that's it, never know, to man. be spoken yeah. of again. Well, I like the idea of being left with the thought of the sun on that blue turquoise, lovely water oh, with, yeah. with all these boats tied up. That's such a great image, particularly today oh, <laughs> with yeah. the clouds and the cold and the rain that we're all so sick of. So um, I want to close here. We're talking about this album release show at the yeah. Army Friday night, May 6th. Yeah. At What time does it start? Uh, the doors open at 6.30 and I'll go on at 7.30. Um, it's going to be really, really special. It's going to be an intimate performance. It's going to be kind of acoustic based. I'm not going to bring the full band. It's going to be more nice. of a, we're going to feature the songs. To be acoustic driven, I, I am going to have some very special guests with me. Uh, Steph Devine, who's on the record, who sings with me um, frequently, she'll be there. And I'm working on a couple other special guests, one of which I can't say who it is. But oh, exciting! Exciting! Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be very special. And I also have some uh, some of my local uh, Northfield uh, musician friends will also be guesting with me that night to help me kind of send it on home, if you will, and or bring it home. And uh, I'm excited to see everybody. I hope everybody comes out and hangs out. It's going to be a really special show, and I can't wait for you to hear any songs. And it's going to be cool. This is my return to the Armory. I think the last time I played an actual show show there was probably, I was probably 16 years old. Wow, cool. and it was yeah. way different yeah. now. I mean, it wasn't kind of a, the venue that it is now. Way different, yeah. Way, way different. different. Okay, yeah. so where can people get tickets? Uh, just go to, you go to my website, uh, or you can go to the Armory Event Center website. Uh, my website is markjoseph-music.com. Um, all my social pages have it listed uh, as well. And uh, yeah, you just buy them online. I don't think, I think it's all online, or you just buy at the door. Spread the word, and uh, let's, let's have a party. Friday, May 6th. So markjoseph-music.com is your, is your site for everything that you, that you have going on at your music. Can people get the album there or? Yeah, you can, um, you can stream it on all platforms, wherever you listen to music, you Spotify, Apple music, we're on all of them. And then, uh, yeah, on the website, you, we have a full merch store. You can go and buy merch. You can buy, we have CDs. The vinyl is all messed up right now. Unfortunately, the whole world is behind on vinyl by about nine months. So, uh, other than that, though, yeah, we have physical copies of everything, and uh, and we got all kinds of good merch uh, we'll have uh, available, too. So Great. So to close, Friday night at the Armory, Mark Joseph, 6.30, May 6th, um, you get to hear his songs from his album. He's going to have special guests. One's a secret. So uh, go and get your tickets today at his website, markjoseph-music.com, or any of his uh, social media sites. And or just show up at the door. I am very excited to go to the show myself and to see you perform, Mark. And thank you so much for joining me, um, even though you're a little under the weather and uh, it's such a dreary day. So thank you. Hey. Pauline, you're the best. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for having me back. Take care. All right. See you later. Many, many thanks to Mark for joining me today to discuss his new album, Vegas Motel. What a thrill to hear the stories behind the tunes and to catch up on what he's up to. Also, thanks so very much to you for listening to Musician Talk on the One, KYMN. I hope you have a terrific day.